Hey there, welcome to The Tent. I'm your host, Scott Fellman, and it's time for another foray into the world of aquariums from a slightly different perspective. So this is another one of those rants that not everyone's going to want to hear, not everybody's going to want to say, but it needs to be heard and it needs to be said. So I'll volunteer to be the one to say it. So I think that the hobby culture loves to collectively vilify certain players, like the local fish store, the LFS employee. This is something that's been unfairly going on for at least the last couple of decades. An online hobby culture just loves to talk about the ignorant LFS employee who does nothing but, you know, give bad advice and try to sell you stuff you don't need. I say, grow the fuck up. That, that's utter bullshit. It's an absurd stereotype created, as most stereotypes are, by somebody who likely misconstrued some advice he or she received from an employee and perhaps not understanding and or following the advice as thoroughly as he or she should have ended up with a bad outcome. And of course, without taking any personal responsibility, his or her failure was absolutely the ca- you know the cause of the local fish store employee. That's how dumb stereotypes and aquarium hobby myths start. And of course, upon sharing his or her side of the story, it became easy to find other losers, yeah, losers, who were sympathetic to the cause. And it snowballed from there. So the ignorant LFS employee thing is so dumb that it barely deserves mention, yet it pops up over and over and over again. The reality is that most local fish store employees are obsessed fish geeks, just like you and I, and their entire motivation is simply to help fellow hobbyists. They love this stuff. Sure, they sell stuff, but that doesn't make their advice any less helpful, authoritative, or pure than anyone else's. If you recall last year at this time, I received a significant criticism from somebody that said, you can't sell stuff and give sound advice, which is bullshit. That argument just doesn't work. And, you know, that's part of you know, part of life, I guess. And guess what? These people, they are human beings and sometimes they're wrong. Sometimes I'm wrong. Sometimes people we talk to are wrong. Sometimes they do misdiagnose stuff. Occasionally they'll make the wrong call, just like I do or any other hobbyist who's trying to help a fellow fish geek. No one knows everything. And we all have a responsibility to consider the merits of any advice we're being given, regardless of who's giving it. The local fish store employee has been the convenient target or punching bag for decades, but the reality is that there are plenty of other perpetrators more worthy of discussion. The biggest danger, in my humble opinion, is the rise of the online hobby influencer, somebody who literally can use an online platform to disseminate whatever he or she wants to with minimal accountability within the hobby. That is freaking scary. How come no one blames these people for the bad advice that they so often meter out? Yeah, I've seen more shitty advice, regurgitated nonsense, bad ideas, and just shitty work being proffered online, particularly by YouTubers and quote-unquote influencers than just about anywhere else. Some of these people are entirely motivated by sponsorship numbers and pressures to mention product, and every bit of advice they give seems to always fit very nicely into the narrative of the brands who pay them. They're shills. Now, not all of them, of course, but a scary number of them. And the shitty content, the drivel that many of them put out, is harming the aquarium hobby way, way more than the local fish store employee ever did or could because the reach of the YouTuber or the so-called influencer is global. And there are no editors or peer reviewers, so the accuracy and the quality of the information being produced today is all over the map. Because somebody who fancies themselves a social media influencer might produce, you know, snazzy, entertaining, sexy videos with cool music and, you know, crisp editing, They can easily amass significant followings on their chosen platform, like really rapidly. And the scariest part is that because the influencer, 
may have such a large following for whatever reason, a certain form of trust and implied authority is formed with the audience. Scary? Really? Why is that, Feldman? Well, I'll tell you why. Think about it. Think about the idea of authority in our hobby. Yeah, authority. It's alluring. It's powerful. It requires a lot of responsibility. A responsibility that some may not understand or even recognize. The role of influencer seems so cool, and it is. I mean, you get paid by others to talk about stuff you like. It's awesome. However, the fact is some influencers may have more, little more than the most basic understanding or familiarity with the topic being discussed. And because there is this familiarity and implied trust created with his or her audience, the uninformed get the impression that this person is an expert on whatever topic they disseminate. Often it's that new idea or hot trendy topic that lends itself so well to the production of the influencer's splashy videos too. And in the very worst scenarios, much of the disseminated information is shallow and of little substance other than look at my cool aquarium, you know, insert whatever trendy aquarium type in the blank space you want. And there's always that pressure to mention their sponsor's products. It's kind of weird. It's icky. We see this lack of substance a lot when it comes to planted aquariums, botanical method aquariums, reef tanks in particular, maybe I'm more sensitive to the botanical method thing, but because they both lend themselves to great visuals, both of these hobby specialties, reef aquariums and botanical you know, method aquariums, are often featured prominently by hobby influencers. And recently I'd seen a few of these videos, particularly discussing you know, blackwater aquariums or botanical aquariums, and I was just flat out disappointed by the lack of useful substance. I was shocked by the obvious complete lack of understanding of these topics by the alleged influencers who produced them. It's really astounding. And of course, look, not everyone who's a YouTuber or a paid influencer is an idiot. Many of them are fantastic. And yeah, it's not just limited to arcane little you know, hobby specialty area. It's a problem even when discussing the most mundane and basic topics within the hobby. There are a fair number of widely viewed online aquarium personalities who need to sort of rethink and refocus a bit, in my opinion. And what about the online forums? Are they a problem? Well, they can be. Many are, you know, filled with kind, super intelligent, experienced, helpful hobbyists who can render amazing advice. However, they're also populated by an astoundingly large number of clueless morons who just yell louder than everyone else or by otherwise inten well-intentioned hobbyists who want to help but have no personal experience in the topic at hand, so they regurgitate outdated, incorrect, or unhelpful information. This is why so many advanced hobbyists steer clear of the general hobby forums. The noise is awful. It's hard to watch sometimes. I visit some of these forums from time to time because, you know, A, I think I'm a bit of a masochist, and B, I like to know what the pulse of the hobby is at different levels. And often I'm dumbfounded by not only the problems that people are having, but how they got themselves into them in the first place. Not to mention the advice being rendered. Now recently, I saw a few posts where new hobbyists were having trouble getting their tanks to cycle, you know, the nitrogen cycle. Like, one guy allegedly had his tank going for three months and had detectable ammonia the entire time. Like, how the actual fuck does that happen? How does that happen? Well, the advice he was given was just insane, too. It was, like, all over the place. Everything from, you know, continue aggressively siphoning the gravel out to add, you know, whatever product and everything in between, you know, including removing the goldfish and doing the 75% water exchange. That'll help your neons do better. And I'm not, seriously, I'm not shitting you. That was actual advice. Apparently, this guy had the two together. Hello. 
advice about feeding less. And again, the person asking the question clearly had no freaking clue what the fuck he or she was doing. And the advice being rendered was a spattering of everything. And of course, the initial blame went back to the girl at the local fish store told me, of course, it's the local fish store person's fault, right? Yeah, she probably told you to wait to add the fishes, to add some bacterial solution to kickstart the nitrogen cycle, to test your water, to feed carefully, told you not to perform water exchanges during the beginning phases of your aquarium. She definitely did not tell you to buy goldfish for your tropical aquarium. And it goes on and on and on. Now, part of this problem is the noise and the volume of advice that's out there for hobbyists to consume. It's a fire hose. The other part is, well, sorry, it's almost a complete lack of advice to the new hobbyist to take some personal responsibility to do research, move slowly, and deploy patience. Yeah, really, really, I'm sorry. Sounds fairly mean, but it isn't. You have a responsibility, new guy. That's not a bad thing. I don't understand why education, observation, and patience aren't stressed above almost everything when people are just starting out in the aquarium hobby. Like, newsflash, watching a flashy YouTube video about how I set up my Amazon River fantasy tank is not the kind of research I'm talking about. Where else can you get this advice? Well, these things are usually proffered by, oh, the local fish store employees, who not only care, but actually do have a vested interest in seeing you be successful. The problem is, people don't often listen, you know, in their excitement and their haste to get going. And then when we hear advice we don't like, or want to kind of skirt it around it, our first instinct as humans is to go online and find a match to the narrative that makes us feel better. I think it is human nature. It's cultural a cultural norm or something for our times. We see it in home repair work, we see it in financial advice, health issues, etc. Everybody goes online and gets some you know, opinion that makes them feel good. It's kind of a problem. Now, it sounds like I'm being a bit of a jerk about this, I'm sure. However, it's cold, hard truth. You've got a new aquarium, let's go. And again, it starts with the advice we're given when we begin our aquarium hobby adventure. Based on what I've observed firsthand, much of the advice given to new hobbyists at the local fish store is pretty damn good. However, I think a lot of the so-called beginner's advice is discarded or conveniently tucked away as the newbie moves on to more interesting stuff. You know, like choosing the perfect piece of wood, the, the sexiest canister filter, or that amazing discus, or the cool LED light. We haven't stressed the fundamentals enough, in my humble opinion. You've heard me say this before. We haven't explained adequately to newbies that the hobby requires us to have a basic understanding of biology and ecology and why this is so. It's not like you know collecting pins or ordering a meal kit or any of the things that people do nowadays. You need to actually know some shit. The aquarium hobby is as much a responsibility as it is a pleasurable endeavor. It's a responsibility to be good stewards to the fishes that we keep, to understand their needs, to understand why we do some of the things that we do in the hobby. And sure, to question some of the established you know, best practices from time to time, once we have an understanding of the fundamentals. It's not all about acquiring shit or arriving at that impressive finished product that you can blast on the gram at breakneck speed. It's about the journey and understanding how each phase in the life of your tank is fascinating, it's educational, and it's beautiful. We don't stress patience enough. As a hobby, we collectively need to slow our roll and sort of allow natural processes to function without intervening in every single aspect of our aquarium's existence. Patience is vital to real, lasting, long-term hobby success. End of discussion. Here's another thing. Every single successful hobbyist I know has patience. We need to adhere to nature's laws governing the establishment of aquatic ecosystems. We can't just pick and choose the stuff that we want to apply to our tank. 
we need to understand that stuff like the nitrogen cycle is as important to that foul-smelling puddle of killifish in East Africa as it is to our expensive home aquarium in Boston, Toronto, Singapore, or London. Your aquarium is part of nature, not the cargo cult hobby mass misinterpretation of Takashi Amano's words, but in reality and function. Sure, it's a little closed-off version, but it exists in nature. It's governed by the laws of nature, and it will respond based on processes which have been in existence since time began. It's bigger than our ambitions, our expensive filter, or the advice of the million-follower YouTube guy who tells you otherwise. You can, can't simply separate yourself from this. Everything applies to you and your tank, too. You want an aquarium? Good. Better make peace with Mother Nature. Learn about her. Listen to her. Be patient with her. Because if you don't, you'll receive the ass-kicking that you deserve. And unfortunately, your fishes will pay the ultimate price for it. Yeah, sounds like a lot of bitter, angry bile I'm tossing about today. I know. But it, it's only that way if you want it to be. That wasn't the intention. The intention was to plead with you to open your eyes, think about the advice that you were given, or give to others, and consider what you need to know to be successful in the aquarium hobby and about what advice you give and how you'll disseminate it to others. And to do your part to stop blaming the local fish store employee or whatever for everything that's problematic with this hobby at the moment. To start preaching responsibility, education, and above all, patience. I promise I'm not going to continue to focus on negative stuff like this very often in the tent. It doesn't give me any pleasure doing this, trust me. However, as someone who speaks his truth and has a sizable platform within the hobby to communicate from, I'd be doing a real disservice if I didn't bring this subject up. It was really bothering me lately from some of the things I've been seeing, and I needed to share it with you. I know that around here, we're repetitive at times, and constantly stressing patience, observation, going slowly, because those things work, even though it goes against what's cool and popular right now. At the end of the day, this hobby is about fun and joy, and just by asking or, or taking the time to to ask questions and to properly educate and prepare ourselves, it can be just that. And it all starts with what we've been told to do and what we do with it. Stay calm, stay resourceful, stay diligent, stay observant, stay thoughtful, stay honest, and always stay wet. Until next time, this is Scott Feldman from Tannin Aquatics. Thanks for spending part of your day with me. I look forward to seeing you on the next installment of The Tin.